You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience, but they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 54, and welcome to the fastest-growing podcast in the self-quarantine era. That's right. We know there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people that are like, hey, let's start a podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to a trending podcast that is the fastest-growing in the sports demographic. So welcome on in. Thank you for joining. If you're here for the first time, welcome. If you're coming back for more fun, thanks for coming back. We appreciate it very much. I'm your fearless host, Jeff. And for the next 20 to 30 minutes, I will be hosting a solo pod. So buckle up. We're going to get into the top 10 things I missed most about sports over the last month or so. And we're also going to open up the mailbag. So it should be a lot of fun. Now, some of you may be asking yourself, hey, Jeff, what happened to episode 53? And you would not be wrong. Now, here's the deal. As you know, as a listener of this podcast, we always give a shout out to the greatest athlete to ever wear the number of the episode that we are recording. So episode 53, I think we've talked about this a little bit. We are trying to get the big fella, Mark Eaton, onto the podcast. We've reached out to Mark, to his people, and we are patiently awaiting their reply. So what we're going to do is have a little placeholder for episode 53. When Mark comes on the show... We'll uh, jump back and do episode 53. So you haven't lost count, um, but that's how we're going to handle episode 53. So on to episode 54, a solo pod, as I mentioned, with yours truly. Uh, To start off, I've got a real beef. Uh, I've got something that uh, i got to get off my chest. Uh, That's right. This is my opening rant. So as as I mentioned, this is becoming a more crowded space. And we, guys on the sideline, have learned that Joe Ingles from the Utah Jazz has recently started a podcast, as well as the minivan, George Nyang. And I just got to say, are you serious? Are you kidding me? These guys are getting in the space. It really chaps my hide that they're letting amateurs into the business. Here we were, and other podcasters just, you know, minding our own business, putting out some good quality content. And now the coronavirus hits, and everybody's hunkering down, sheltering in place, And they think, oh, how hard could it be? We're going to jump into the podcast space. So good luck, Joe and George. I'm thinking maybe we could have them on to uh, maybe show them how to do it or, uh, you know, kind of plug their podcast. We'll see. We'll see where this all goes. Uh, Episode 54. So who's the greatest athlete to ever wear the number 54? We're going to mix it up a little bit because, you know what? I have a podcast, so I'm going to do what I want to do. We're going to skip the number 54, and we're going to give a shout-out and some love to the great late... Joe Diffie, the great country artist that sadly passed away way too soon at the age of 61 after complications from the coronavirus. Uh, I don't know if many of you know this, but was a huge Joe Diffie fan. In fact, I probably got five or six texts or messages uh, asking if I was okay, offering condolences. Um, My good friend Eric sent me a birthday present years ago, and it still hangs in my garage. Um, no parking reserved for Joe Diffie fans only. Uh, I've met Joe uh, two or three times, seen him. I was, tr- I was trying to think of how many times I've seen him. I know I've seen him seven or eight times. And uh, anyway, here's a little tribute. 
wearing some John Deere green this morning, uh, growing out my mullet as I can't get into my barber. Uh, but all of it goes out to Joe Diffie, who seriously was an amazing guy, a phenomenal singer, and uh, we miss Joe greatly. So, Joe, here's to you. Welcome to Earth, Third Rock from the Sun. It's always something different day reminding me in John Deere Green. I met all my wives in traffic jams or just something women like about a pickup man. I'm gonna find me a new way to light up an old flame Bigger than the Beatles Wild and free like a rolling stone And those who wait forever For ships that don't come in So, we don't know if Joe ever wore the number 54 He probably had 54 number one hits, or he should have And, uh, Joe... Guys on the sideline, shout out to you, my friend. Rest in peace. Okay, on to the podcast. Lando, our creative director, sits across the glass from me. Lando, you ready to get started? All right, let's jump in. Lando over there on the other side of the glass, always looking sharp. Um, He's got on, (laughs) I'll give you the play-by-play. He's got a nice golf hat on. What's that? Oh, he says he's wearing his golf hat because he's not sure how much longer he can wait to play. So, well, it looks good on you. And how about the footwear? Where do you wear it? Uh, serious. All right, Landon's wearing his Reebok JJ Watt 3s that he got online for $45. Maybe we're going to start a segment. If you want to send some money in, Landon will get you some cool kicks. You up for that? He's always finding deals, whether it's a Donovan Mitchell jersey, whether it's shoes, whether they're Jordans, all of that. Well, you're looking good. All right, let's jump in and get started. So, as you are aware, it's a very interesting time in the world of sports, and we at Guys on the Sideline will do our part to continue to produce really good content so that we won't have Joe Ingles or George Nying overtake us or anybody else that thinks they can get into this space. Now, we have prepared a top 10 list of the things I've missed most about sports in the last month or so. So let me grab that list. Pull that out here. Okay, Uh, this should be good. Uh, Number 10, I miss hearing Laker fan Ryan go on and on about how this was his team's year, that LeBron and AD were gelling at the right time. Uh, Ryan, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually, ladies and gentlemen, going to have Ryan on in the next week or so uh, to defend himself and talk Lakers and NBA. So that'll be interesting or not. We'll see. Number nine, uh, that's right, Landon, this one's you. I miss hearing Landon talk about his can't-miss parlay bets. Yeah? <laughs> I know, I know you're itching to get down to Vegas. Stay tuned, Lando's working on a special parlay payouts for your stimulus checks. That ought to be good. Landon, can we do that in the next next week or two? Okay, yeah, I think people would actually enjoy it, so that would be cool. Number eight, I miss seeing Duke make its early exit from the March Madness tournament. It's almost become a yearly tradition. Yeah, serious. I'm with you, Landon. Really missing March Madness. Uh, Number seven, I've even missed Russell Westbrook's tirades and Houston Rockets' offensive play. That's right, desperate times, I guess. 
Number six, I miss opening day of baseball, which I recently made the case should be a national holiday. March 26th was opening day, was supposed to be opening day, and we're not quite sure on what's going to happen, but uh, that is something that we greatly missed here at Guys on the Sideline. Number five, I miss complaining about my underperforming Utah Jazz. That's right, would they be the number five, the number six, the number seven spot? We'll never know. Rudy Gobert shut the NBA down, and we're not quite sure if they're going to come back this year or next but I certainly miss complaining about how they should be playing a little bit better. So, number four, I miss or will miss the crowd booing Roger Goodell at the NFL draft. There's something great about the crazy fans that get together for the draft party and having Roger Goodell walk out and have to compete to get on the mic. The commissioner is heading to the podium. It's time to get this party started. And welcome to the NFL Draft. Uh, okay, moving along, number three, I think we're on. I miss baseball's rain delays, music, and theatrics. This is a great thing in the world of sports. Last year, uh, my team traveled to Cincinnati and uh, for some work business, and we got to see the Cincinnati Reds play. They played, I want to say, six or seven innings, and then all of a sudden the rains came in Ohio and uh, anyway, I remember it's raining tacos and other things that they tried to keep people in the stands. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth. For those of us that don't get out to many baseball games, myself included, um, we hunkered down, uh, tried to stay dry and wait for them to return, but uh, I don't think they ever came back. So anyway, I, mean, I miss baseball, as you can hear. Um, number two, from the Masters. I miss get in the hole or you the man anytime Tiger or a big star would tee off and those crazed fans would yell that. Uh, good times, and I'm really missing that. I think they're going to be playing the Masters in, was it November, Lando? Does that sound right? A tradition unlike any other. We'll have to wait a few months to see if that one actually uh, happens. And the number one thing that I and the guys on the sideline have been missing over the last month or so is we've not had sports. I miss the upsets of college basketball. They're going to have to go for three. Marcatulio! Oh! He hit it! And we're tied at 73! What a game! March Madness is such a fun time because of the Cinderella stories, because undoubtedly every year somebody knocks off a favorite, whether it be Virginia, whether it be Duke, as I mentioned, and this year, it could have been Sam Merrill and my Utah State Aggies, so certainly missing that. Okay, what did I forget? What did you miss most over the last month? And again, painfully, maybe the next one to two months going forward, we're not quite sure where things will go. Um, so send in your comments. You can find us on Instagram, at Guys on the Sideline, or on Twitter, at Guys on Sideline. So hit us up or the comments in the podcast. We'd love to hear from you on what you have been missing. Okay, Lando, we've got the mailbag coming up. But before we get there, we have a little bit of housekeeping. As we just teased, stay tuned for Lando's can't-miss parlay bets with your stimulus checks. Uh, that will be on a future episode. Also, as I mentioned, we're waiting for Mark Eaton for episode 53, so stay tuned for that. Um, we've reached out to George Niang, a.k.a. the minivan, uh, one, to sign our minivan. Didn't you do that, Lando? No response. Yeah, we still wait for him as well. And two, we've also uh, asked if he needs our help promoting his uh, podcast. So stay tuned for that. 
Um, as I mentioned, Laker fan Ryan will come on and uh, talk Lakers and NBA with us. We're also going to mix it up, and uh, I'm excited to announce that we're going to have my nephew, Ty, on. We've talked about Ty in the past. Uh, now, don't let Ty's age fool you. He's smarter than most. Yeah, maybe even smarter than you, Lando, or Chris, Tyler, smarter than all these guys. Uh, he's a young man, but he is super smart, and he knows his NBA. So he's going to come on and uh, give us some ideas on how the NBA can return uh, when and if the time is appropriate to do so. Uh, Chris Mumford and Sons will be back on for a little draft day preview. So get ready to hear all things Oakland Raiders, uh, my Arizona Cardinals, and we'll also talk about, uh, again, just everything from Cincinnati to Miami to New England. It should be fun. So, okay, Lando, open up that mailbag. Okay, Lando. Get into the mailbag. Our first letter comes from Brock from Syracuse, Utah. Uh, Brock says, Dear guys, there are a lot of changes for sports over the next year. Which change do you think will have the greatest chance of actually happening? Ooh, really good question, Brock. Thanks for the letter. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave the NBA format alone because I'll let Ty handle that, as I mentioned. I think the NFL... The timing is going to be right, that they're going to just carry on. Obviously, we're going to have a virtual draft, so that will be interesting. But I think the NFL season will be unfazed uh, somewhat. I honestly think that the sport that has the greatest chance um, of some changes actually sticking is Major League Baseball. I think now is the time for Major League Baseball to innovate. Uh, I think some of the purists that are getting up there in age, and it's time for Major League Baseball to look to the future. And so I can see them um, innovating. I can see them getting rid of the 160, what, three or four game season that they have, having a game of the week that I think uh, Matt Wilson um, was teasing a little bit. And, and I think you're going to see something like this. I think you're going to see some moves. I don't think the sport is going to change drastically, but I think they're going to do some things, some interaction um, with fans and, and other things that will help. Uh, and I do think that they're going to obviously delay the start of the season and that this gives them really a catalyst for change. So that would be my prediction is the Major League Baseball uh, altering how the season is structured. And I think that will stick moving forward. So really good question, Brock. Okay, next question is from Brandon from Utah County. Uh, Brandon asks the question, and I think this is a repeat question. Thanks, Brandon, for an additional question. He asked, hey, guys, if the guys on the sideline played a serious round of horse, who would win? <laughs> uh, great question. Um, I'm going to extend this not only to the host or hosts of the show, but also some of our guests. So um, hopefully I won't miss anybody. But uh, let's see. We got Laker fan Ryan in contention. Dr. Scott or Dr. Matt. Uh, Chris. Tyler. Uh, Lando, obviously. Lando, we'll throw your name in there if that's okay. Um, Sam P., Maddie G., Dill and Aaron. N no chance, Dill and Aaron, who are not sports fans, and nor do I think they play basketball. Um, Derek, a, a, a critic of the show. There's no way. Um, Lion fan Luke. Um, if we had to open it up to listeners as well, I think my money would be on either Mac or Ty. Um, honestly, though... Am I, and I got to throw myself in there. Um, I'm going to put my money on Tyler, Tyler Miles. Tyler, if you're listening, 
there's some love for you. I think Tyler's kind of scrappy. Um, horse isn't about being the best player. Sorry, Tyler. But it's about being scrappy, and it's about luck, and it's about being creative. So uh, I'm going to answer that and say, Tyler, Lando, you're, you're hurt. Lando, you're probably the best basketball player on the staff or in the listeners. But, again, horse is all about being crazy. So I'm going to go Tyler. Okay, um, dear guys, this comes from Marissa from Pleasant Grove. Marissa asks, guys, when was the last time you found or bought toilet paper? Uh, really good question. So anytime we get our Smith's uh, pickup order, we're not, we haven't been inside Smith's in quite a while, uh, the local grocery store here in the Salt Lake in the Utah area. Um, but the last time that I found it was we bought a bunch of groceries and they actually... Um, when they came out, they said, we've got some water and toilet paper. Would you like some? And I, and I figure anytime anybody offers toilet paper to me, I'm going to take it because who knows how long we'll be in this quarantine. So, uh, and that was a couple of weeks ago, I want to say. So, uh, we picked that up now. Le- Landon, what's that? Landon has a great resource for us. This is a legit website. How much Now you're not running this website. Are you Lando? Okay, I didn't think so. But the website, uh, I was playing around this the other day. Howmuchtoiletpaper.com, you can put in how many people are in your home. You can fill in some questions, and it will tell you how much toilet paper that you will need or when you will run out. So really good resource. Go check that out. That's right, guys on the sideline providing resources and help during these crazy times for our listeners. All right, uh, next question. Um, This is from... Who's this from? This is from Steve, uh, also from Utah County. Uh, thanks, Utah County. Who knew we had so many listeners down there? Steve asks, how many quarterbacks will go in the first round? Ooh, really good question, Steve. Um, and we're going to get into this more, as I mentioned with Chris, here in a, in a week or so ahead of the draft. But I, I'm going to have to say four. So, uh, and, my, and my Bible, WalterFootball.com, I think Walter Cherpinski's got only three going. I think the fourth is Jordan Love from Utah State. And I think that will be very, very interesting to see who jumps up back into the, kind of the back half of the first round to get him. Obviously, Joe Burrow goes number one to the Bengals. Tua will go. Um, Herbert out of uh, Oregon will go. Uh, so those are your top three. And I think they'll, they'll go in the top ten. It'll be interesting to see if it's the Chargers, if it's the Dolphins, and who ends up with who. Um, but I, I think that Jordan Love, I, I think, is going to s- sneak into that first round, and good for him, uh, fellow Aggie. That'd uh, be great to see. And here, um, I, I feel like I've made this argument on the podcast before, but here, here's my take on this. I think you're far better off if you're t- if you're tall, if you've got a big arm, and you're a quarterback. I think you're better off to go to a Utah State, a Wyoming. North Dakota State, as we've seen, right, Josh Allen, we've seen Carson Wentz. Uh, I just think, why would why would you not go? Uh, enjoy an experience. Um, have everybody talk about your potential. I just think it's a better way to get into the NFL than to be maybe a third-string quarterback down in the SEC or in the Pac-12. Just my two cents, uh, but I do think that uh, Jordan Love will be the fourth quarterback taken uh, in the draft. Okay. All right, Landon, do we have any more? A couple more. We'll, we'll get we'll get to these real quick, and then we'll scoot out the door. Uh, dear guys, this is from who's this from? 
This comes from Keith uh, from Tampa, Florida. Uh, Keith, what's up? Thanks for writing in. I, I sense a Buccaneers question coming. Uh, Keith asks, what do you guys make of the new look Buccaneers? Serious contenders? And uh, tell Chris to go easy on us. Sounds like he's a bitter John Gruden fan or something. Uh, easy, easy, Keith. Taking shots at Chris, who a couple of episodes ago uh, kind of took on your your colors, I want to say, your uniforms, if I, if I remember correctly. Uh, so my take on the new look Buccaneers, I think they're for real. Um, I think the challenge is going to be for Tom Brady to stay healthy, but I do think they're going to play somewhat conservatively. Yeah, I, I think they're serious contenders. Lando, you and I were having a conversation about this the other day, but I just, I think you got Tom Brady, who's going to limit his mistakes, and he's going to have weapons like I feel like he's never really had before. You look at Mike Evans and Chris Goodwin, who are the best wide receiver combo probably in the NFL this next year. You got O.J. Howard at tight end. And there's rumors out there about Rob Gronkowski. I could totally see this. Gronk coming back out of retirement, maybe stepping aside from wrestling for a minute. And all of this inside of Bruce Arians' offense, I, I think they're for real. You know, I, I think there's going to be a logjam in their division, but I think why not? I think the Buccaneers have a legitimate chance, and anything can happen. And if you get in the playoff picture, which, right, more teams are getting in the playoffs, which will make it a little bit more interesting. Um, but I think you get there, and I think Tom Brady's been there before. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's going to want to prove something. So, yeah, I, I think Tampa Bay has to be taken seriously for sure. All right, Landon, last question. This comes from Holly in Las Vegas, Nevada. Holly asks, what are you guys binge-watching during the quarantine? Uh, really good question, Holly. There's a lot of people binge watching, obviously. A lot of podcasts listening, a lot of YouTube going on, all of that. One thing I will tell you for sure that I'm not binge watching, and that is The Tiger King. Uh, I'm holding out. I might be the only one in America not watching that show, but please. Maybe we'll have to have Tyler come on and break that down in a future episode. I've, I've already given Tyler some love um, with, the, with the horse reference, so Tyler, maybe you can come on and and uh, break down some some Tiger King for our listeners. The one thing that we've been binge-watching is uh, Lost. I think I maybe mentioned that on a previous episode. Uh, I never watched it when it was on ABC years ago, and uh, I'm quite intrigued and fascinated. So we're partway through um, the first uh, season. And I don't know if you can hear in the back, my son has been binge-watching The Office, so you might hear uh, that great music or Dwight or, or Michael in the background. Who knows? But uh, anyway... Um, that is us. Okay, so as I mentioned, we've got uh, three or four episodes coming in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. Thanks for joining and sticking with us on this solo pod. Uh, we had a lot of fun, and uh, we're missing sports like crazy, but again, we're going to do our part to keep you entertained and to try to keep Joe and George from uh, overtaking us in listeners. I think we're just slightly ahead of them. Um, but they probably certainly have a bigger Twitter presence than us, so it probably only is a matter of time before they overtake us. But hopefully basketball will be back on the court here soon, and they can get back to their regular day job. For our creative director, Lando, sitting across the glass from me, this is Jeff saying adios and bye-bye from Guys on the Sideline. See ya. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time. <laughs>